0: Want to stream Cognitive Dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to DissonancePod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show.
1: I'm just listening to your... Sorry, it's Ulrich from Canada. I'm just listening to your episode 101 or 100 dash. Part two, I guess. Um, and I'd like to uh, spread the following meme when talking about abstinence education, abstinence only education, like that uh, idiot that you featured at the beginning of your podcast. Instead of um, abstinence only education, we should be calling it ignorance only education because that's really what it is. Great show, Glory Hole.
0: <laughs> hey guys, this is
2: Tamika. Ta Mika calling. My friend
0: uh, dared me to sing, to come up with a glory hole song for you guys. So it's uh, so good. My fundamental uh, Baptist mother
2: would really enjoy it. Notice the sarcasm. Okay, here we go.
1: <clears throat> Thank you, sweet baby Jesus For giving us all a big glory hole Thank you, sweet baby Jesus Giving the all a big glory hole, oh, glory, hallelujah, glory, glory, glory hole, oh. say it! Glory, 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 glory oh, hole.
2: Oh. Hey Cecil and Tom, since you guys don't put out enough podcasts every week, I listen to Christian radio in between, and I laugh just as hard because your voices are in my head. He's Dave from California, Glory Hole. Here's what I think. You know.
3: Is cognitive dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 102. And I have nothing else to say about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. I yeah. was thinking, I, I tried. I tried. I taxed my little brain. It, nothing no, is coming. It, at some point, you can only come up with so many clever little, and they weren't even that clever to start with, so. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> you could have stopped with one, oh, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I have feelings, Cecil. Yeah, I could have stopped. Use,
4: yeah, I got to yeah. be
3: honest, though. And when I say, oh, no, I really mean, <laughs> oh, no. So I guess we'll just start with our story from cubar.southasia.com. dot uh, com. I get the I get the paper version, but this is where you can find it online. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing because they only
4: deliver one in the United States. It's
3: it's totally worth it. The delivery fees are extraordinary, though.
4: They are. You know, They're very high. It's the,
3: it's the one little kid has to ride his bike from the uh, shipyard all the way to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Every morning just to drive off one paper. I only get 10 cents a delivery. <laughs> it's the worst job I ever. I can't believe I signed up for this company. guess it's better than like disarming IEDs or something. Controversy erupts over Asses's dancing ban. Critics of a new bylaw say Assanese authorities are undermining the region's rich culture by imposing restrictions on a traditional dance of welcome. That is not very welcoming. <laughs> a nice fucking dance of welcome. Don't fucking do it here. Yeah, I, I this is a really interesting story
4: because they say The longstanding custom has run afoul of religious conservatives. I'm reading directly from the article. The local government has decided to ban all dancing by adult women. So it's not just this, but it's ban all dancing by adult women, saying it is haram under Sharia law, which I think is that you shouldn't fucking do that. Right. And debate over the issue, meanwhile, is highlighting tensions between Indonesian culture. And the demands of the strict Islamists Who follow a severe Interpretation of religious doctrine And you know the thing is it's not just this Welcome dance you know which is Seems a lot like the fucking hula right you know, like, I, I, I was thinking the yeah. same
3: thing Like they look like they were about to hula
4: Yeah it feels a lot like you know you you show up And they put like a fucking flower necklace Around your neck and you you know Get an Indonesian treat And then you move on <laughs> you know what I mean Like that's what it feels right. like
3: but instead But it wouldn't like, be a suckling pig yeah. it would just be I don't
4: know. It certainly wouldn't be, or an alcoholic drink of any kind—not a pina colada or anything. But uh, but these women basically, you know, do a little dance, make a little love. They get down tonight, but um, (laughs) they they do this dance, and then they and then and they dislike this. They don't want any women to dance. And it says uh, again, it says down here the reason why is, um, and I'm going to quote this guy: "The dance can invite many bad thoughts," is what he said.
3: And but the dance has to send invitations. W- yeah. to be perfectly fair. Right. Yeah, it, and you got to yeah. r-
4: the r- the bad thoughts have to RSVP. <laughs>
3: <so>. We're coming. <laughs> we'll be a little late. Can we bring anything? You no, know, we got.
4: This. To be honest, though, you know when I'm you know looking at the Chiquita banana lady here, <laughs> I am having some impure thoughts. But it's really just me lusting after a delicious hat more than right. anything yeah. else I'm not like you know it's not like I'm having impure thoughts about her just no. the just her the fruit that adorns her
3: it, it's like it, you know all you're thinking is impure thoughts about a fruit medley right I mean <laughs> like that's the a, whole like thing like a fruit like, cocktail right you know like I, I bet I can make a bananas foster yeah. those things look pretty good <laughs> up pretty there, good there. I, I love when a culture is like mm, we don't want people dancing our people might end up being happy you know it's like it's an expression of joy <laughs> right like like when your religion is like, mm, no expressions of joy. People might it, 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 it's it's like, you know, when they cover up your whole body and whatever. It's like, "Oh, we wouldn't want to have people smiling. That would be what a great religion you picked. Like you did a really bang-up job picking the one that like bans joy." Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> We have a strict policy against joy. Thank you very much. We've we've got a no happiness policy. Oh, wow. I mean, because you're really really pushing that agenda. Right. No dancing. Oh, but there's music. No fucking dancing. You know what? Cut out the music, too. Oh, okay, great. Can we at least still have drudgery?
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of that. Uh, I was watching a a video of Matt Dillahunty on The Atheist Experience today, and— it was interesting because, you know, what dancing is, is, you know, let's just presume that they're right. Let's say that they're inviting bad thoughts when the people are dancing. Let's say that the women are dancing in some provocative way and that it is creating lustful thoughts, right? Let's just, let's just presume that that's the case. Even if it isn't, even if it's just a fucking happy, happy, joy, joy, here's your fucking like little piece of baklava or whatever, right. you know? Um, <laughs> I want to get welcome to an island with baklava. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Greece. So, uh, so... You know, the idea, though, is that is that let's just presume let's just presume that lust is the main component here. I was listening to Dillahunty today and it was really I thought it was really, um, really insightful of him because the person on the phone was saying, you know, if you lust after a woman, you know, in your heart, then you've committed sin. And he's like, why is that a bad thing? And Dillahunty's comment was not to go after it for being thought police, which is what that whole plan the whole Passages about, but instead he was, and he kind of did that, but then he was like, look, lust is a human component. Lust Without lust We would not survive as a species Like the idea that you have to That we see women And find them attractive And women see men And find them attractive And have impure thoughts Is what keeps us going It's the biological component That keeps us having sex And continuing on Our, you know, the, the You know, with genetics And with moving forward as a species Without that It doesn't exist
3: You're denying your manity when you deny lust well, there's nothing more purely human than impure thoughts <laughs> exactly right, right? this yeah. this idea that like sex and sexuality is is uh, anathema to good moral behavior is it's an ancient idea yeah. and it comes from a time when pregnancy like you you had to you had to build religious uh, safeguards into Um, reducing the amount of unregulated fornication because there was no birth control, right? Sure. So you had to do that kind of stuff. Otherwise, you know, social structures that were being established in the communities would start to break down a little bit. Yeah, you could be a dugger. But, right, you could just be shitting out fucking kids like (laughs) candy. It's like a fucking Pez dispenser down there. Every time she leans her head back, a kid (laughs) falls out. But now we don't need it. Like, there's, like there's technology has replaced yeah. our need for religion. For this to be a moral yeah. issue. It's like, oh, well, we wouldn't want people having sex. And it's like, well, exactly why is that? Yeah. Because I don't see a downside. Yeah, there's really no downside. It's like people are having a lot more sex, like a lot younger. Oh. Hey, fucking good for them. As long, Mine as, they're wasn't. Not,
4: as, long as they're not shitting kids out like a Duggar, then right. who cares?
3: <laughs> it's like, ma'am, I think you dropped something. It's no, no. It's oh, not your pocketbook. It's a right. fetus. Was that my wallet? Oh, fucking! It's another. I didn't even know I was pregnant this yeah. time.
4: <laughs> the damn
3: thing's hanging in there. It's like ringing a bell now. You know, it's like, it's like asexual budding yeah. at this point. She just <laughs> somebody got her wet. There, she's popping them out of uh, there. Don't, don't feed, feed her, her after, after midnight.
1: midnight. <laughs> a long black cock. Long black cock. A long black,
3: long black So this story comes from the Australian.com. rape victim and Black Virgin in quotes. Kanite um, Samoru. I'm certain that I'm horribly mispronouncing that. Now the Australian wants to sell me a newspaper and (laughs) redirected me to sell (laughs) me a newspaper. It's like, fuck you. They want it home delivered there, too. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Done. Uh, Kanat Sumru condemned to die in Pakistan over rape. Uh, This this story is a spectacularly upsetting story. But at the same time, it's also a story of incredible strength and perseverance by this young lady that was. Um, unfortunately victimized. She was 13 when she was gang raped by four men at, in, in her village. Um, and her village classed her as a black virgin. And they ordered Cecil, her family, to kill her for the crime of being victimized, which we talked about last week.
4: Yeah, and there's a, there's a part in this where they say uh, they're they're talking to the brother and they say, they told me I am not a real man that you failed to follow the tradition, you failed to kill your sister. So they're basically saying to the brother, because you didn't honor kill your sister, those two words don't belong together, by the way. They shouldn't right. be hyphenated in any way, right? Uh, you you are not a man. So they're basically trying to to goad him into, into killing his sister. The thing about this article, there's a couple things. One is... Um, they declare her a black virgin, and uh, they order a family to kill out an honor her killing. Uh, it, to end the shame a rape victim brings to a family, according to Pakistani culture. Now, I want to point out again, this was when we pointed out uh, the, the blasphemy laws, the riots and blasphemy laws, or from the other stuff that was going on in, uh, in Bangladesh, right? Uh, right. We talked about their, you know, where are the moderates, Here's another example of this, right? I, I, Where is the person who's going to say this is a really complex issue? This is a very complex issue. And some people, you know, um, you know, this is this is something you shouldn't be talking about. No, this is bullshit. These are this is not just one person. This is a whole fucking city of abominable people who want to injure someone else. Because of some crazy, stupid tradition that is damaging to their culture, and this is not this is not something that we just need to pass our hand over and be like oh there's just a few religious moderates out there there 's just a few people out there who are you know um Radical Islamists, this is radical. This is a radical Islamist, in my opinion. If you're willing to kill somebody in an honor way because she was victimized, you're a radical. And you're not just, you know, you're just as dangerous, in my opinion, as someone who wants to destroy the United States with a bomb. You know what I mean? Like, you are just as dangerous. It's an awful, awful thing. And uh, the other thing that really bothers me about this article is at the bottom, there's this long bit where they're talking about how you know they want her to die they want her to kill herself because she's been raped but then there's all this questioning that they do there's a piece here where they yeah. guess they they wound up questioning her for hours um, that when she goes to the court there's a barrage of nasty questions I'm reading directly from the article up to 300 at a time including what part of your clothing did he remove or who raped you first the presiding judge is affronted that uh, that Kalent has brought the charges and rules against her in part because she accused a father and son of gang rape. In this view, uh, he said it would never happen in Pakistan as a product of and is a product of her own fantasy. If that's the case, then why are you urging her to kill herself? If if it never fucking happened, if you're saying it's a product of fantasy, then why does she have to kill herself because she's dirty? That doesn't make any fucking sense. That makes no sense.
3: (laughs) No, it, it 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 doesn't make any sense. And you know, you look at this and that. What's what what I read the subtext in this article, and it's pretty readily apparent. You know, is that what they're really upset about? What everybody is really upset about, and what these laws I think seek to uh, establish. Um, everybody is upset that she is pushing forward with trying to get convictions. Right? Right. She's she is not letting this go. So. She is brutally sexually assaulted. And instead of just doing what her, you know, village and social structure would demand, which is to say fucking nothing and remain silent. Lest she be shamed and murdered. She is aggressively pushing this. And that is causing, you know, even at the end of this article, when when the when the attackers are acquitted, they look at her in disbelief that she would have even brought the charges, that she would have pursued this that far. And what, what this structure seems to do, what it seems to seek to establish is a hierarchy between men and women that says, we can do whatever we want to women. You have no recourse. Even if we make raping you against the law, we will make it impossible for you to pursue remedies. Sure. Because you're, you're a product, you're owned, you're property. And, you know, you are not covered in our moral landscape. Like you don't get to 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 exist within this structure. And it's you, you look at this and it, it's incredible amount of strength that her and her family have to have to go through all of this, because honestly, the easier thing the, you built a society where the easier thing to do would be to lie about being the victim of a violent sexual assault or Tom to kill yourself or to kill yourself. Like, those are your fucking—those are your good options. Yeah. Your shitty option is to go to the police. Since when is that—since when is that how you build a functioning civilization?
4: Yeah, and I don't want to hear—I don't want to hear anybody say, like, you know, that that following Sharia law is a good thing. There's no—there's nothing good about it. There is no. n- there, It is not a benefit to society. It does nothing—it does nothing but hinder us and keep us fucking—it's an anchor to the fucking Bronze Age. It is. That's all it is it's a big yep. goddamn Anchor and nobody yep. can get away from it Everybody's got a fucking pussy foot around it And be like oh you know everybody's got their, their Their you know their way they look at the world And you know multiculturalism And oh we don't want to you know There's more relativism we want to make sure that we're Moral but you know they have their own morality no No they don't this is fucking Wrong this is
3: hideous this is awful And this is the worst thing you can do to somebody Yeah and it's like you said before Like this is not a complex issue like the, there's no com- where's the complexity. The idea
4: too that they're saying you know it's a false rape accusation. There's no benefit in the society for a false fucking rape accusation. No, make, that there's makes no sense. There's no benefit sense. really in our society for a false rape accusation. Yeah, sure, some people do it, but they, you know eventually there's just no, there's just no benefit to it. And the idea of like in this society to do it. What's the benefit? I get. I fucking accuse you of rape, and then I have to kill myself, or my <laughs> brother has to kill me. Right. You're already fucking de incentivized, fucking reporting rape in the first place.
3: Yeah. It 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 does not. It doesn't make any sense. And you're right. The the whole idea of putting together a system of multicultural. You know, we all have to have respect. Oh, you got you got to treat these ideas with oh. respect. They're coming from a culture. You know, we're not as familiar with. I don't need to be familiar no, with. No. It. Somebody wants to kill somebody who is. Victimized for being victimized. Yeah. I don't need to know it's wrong to put a kid on a spit and fucking bake him and eat him. Right?
4: I don't need no, to I'm know kidding. that's wrong.
3: Okay. Yeah. I just inherently know that's wrong. If there was a society that like built a giant slingshot to shoot cats into a wall, yeah, like you wouldn't be like, hmm, it's a complex issue. Yeah. Yeah. We're really gonna, mm, oh, that is a head scratcher, that one. You know, it's like, nope, it's not a head scratcher. Yeah. Or just, to just change it to cats to retarded children. Right,
4: right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, he's, are, he's, he's not uh, fully there. He's an autistic kid or whatever. He's got to fucking get slingshotted.
3: <laughs> we slingshot him into a wall because all Akbar. Well, look, you know, that's just the way it is. Get your fucking right. moral relativism hat on. Look, we have always slingshotted retarded people into walls. (laughs) We've been slingshotting them into walls for 3,000 years. Who are you to to come by after 3,000 years and say, stop slingshotting (laughs) people into the wall?
1: It is altogether right to discriminate
3: against homosexual behavior. I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives, that we rehabilitate the word discriminate that we reclaim it, that we dust it off, and that we use it, and that we use it unapologetically. And I believe we need to begin to say, look, it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior. So this story comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. Christian evangelist Larry Tomczak explains what causes homosexuality. And it's not shit-eating grins, (laughs) despite the image here. Um, he's got a list, Cecil. He does of common, agreed upon. I love this. Agreed upon contributing factors, um, and I have to. I have to start with the very first one: the person's self-will. What is it immediately. even mean? I, well, I, immediately when you see this, don't you think like, wait a minute? I I have like. I'm good with my sex. Like my sexuality is not like, oh man, I gotta exercise. I have to exercise a lot of self-control not to eat a cake, right? Yeah. Because I want to eat cake every minute of every day. Right. I'm thinking about eating a cake, and yeah. when can I get a cake, and how soon till the cakes are here? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm with you, my man. With me and pizza, but still, I understand your. I understand. So I have to exercise some self-will. If I don't want to eat a cake. I don't have to exercise any self-will to keep a cock out of my mouth, right? Because right? <laughs> that's not how your
4: sexuality works. Well, and the same, I mean, the same goes the other way around. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I don't have to exercise any self-will to not have sex with every woman I see. Right. You know what I mean? I just like, I don't have to exercise any will. I just, I didn't, you know, I, like it doesn't even come into my head most of the time. You know I mean yeah. sure obviously it comes in your head sometimes cuz like we we're talking about earlier lust is a perfectly normal thing that everyone experiences but the idea that you know like you're you're battling it all the time <laughs> you know the only people that are battling it all the time are kind of I think people who are denying it a little you know what i mean like those are the people who are battling it all the time and i wanted to know about this list i want to read some of these off you know, they're, on here, there's media influence. They have drugs, pornography, absence of a father. Like, our, do you have to have all these or just some of these? Like, what's the what's the percentage? Because if it's, if it's you just need a couple of these, then wouldn't the entire population of the United States be gay?
3: Well, and one of them is artistic bent. Like, confusion about identity, misunderstanding, artistic bent. So wait a minute, like... You, you're like. I Are you like saying drawing. like the penis
4: is artistically bent a certain <laughs> way?
3: <laughs> it's it's it's. You're sitting there in art class. And you're like, oh, I hope I'm not good at this. <laughs> oh man, because I like girls. Oh, so if I'm good at this, I, I totally like. Girls, like I'm I, gonna. And I didn't want to be gay. I would not feel gay until I was good at art. And well, you I was know like, one, of them, one of them is gay. childhood experience. Right. Childhood <laughs> experience of what? I. You know. But this is the thing. It's like. I know what he's saying, like that, that people have had experience, like childhood experiences and experimentation with homosexual behavior. Yes, you know who does that? People who have homosexual feelings. Like, it's not like, you know, what, the, what he's saying is like these are causes of homosexuality. No. Those, right. I mean, like, That's exactly it. Heterosexual, heterosexual people aren't like, oh, yeah, so then remember that time when we were like, Twelve or thirteen, like we just thought we'd like fiddle with each other's dicks for a while. Like, nope, I, <laughs> I don't remember that. No, Nope. no. I yeah. that's not because I don't. I like I just don't have any desire to do that. and I never did, and it's fine if someone does. But it's like, no, I was trying to get. A, I was trying to touch a booby at yeah, that point. I was trying to. I was trying to get in. Uh, you know, touch something else, another piece right. of the
4: puzzle, so to right. speak. Um, you know, the other one too. It's like pornography. It's like what? Only gays
3: watch pornography? And it doesn't specify what kind of pornography. So it's like uh, I saw these this fucking naked woman, and I was like, "Man, I'm so gay now." <laughs> Jeez, what? Watch no. two girls, one Cup, and now I'm so <laughs> gay. I'm super homosexual. No, and they're like so, then the assumption would have to be right that it's it's a gay pornography, which you would have to seek out intentionally, right? Right, exactly. Another, you're
4: again, you're 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 reversing causation with. You know, there's the correlation and
3: causation. You're reversing the two things. It'd be like, well, why'd you seek out gay porn? I don't know, because I kind of have these feelings of homicide. You know, like, that, that's what I'm interested in. That's why I suck, you know, seek that out. Like, oh, okay, well, then now you are that made you gay. Wait, what? And then seduction by peers or authority figures, it's like, you
4: know, I could see where... People can be seduced by peers or authority figures and not be the not be willing in that case. Sure. Oh yeah. But yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that you become gay after that. There's plenty of straight people that have been seduced by the same sex, you know, adult or something, and they're not gay.
3: Well, I think it's interesting too that he uses the word seduction.
4: Yeah. oh, right? That's instead interesting too. Like, You're right. Instead, instead of molestation. Of
3: like, right. Yeah. So in, like a seduction implies that you were convinced to do something you ultimately wanted to do right right? seduction isn't non-consensual so i mean like you'd be it'd be very hard for somebody to seduce a gay person into a heterosexual sexual relationship or vice versa right it'd be like that's not those aren't the bits i like to play with so again it's this whole thing is just backwards it's just backwards and it Like, this is a guy we're going to find out don't protest too much. Oh, yeah. He's going to be
4: found doing some bad things to some willing participants later on.
3: Oh, and these are common agreed-upon factors, Cecil. And drugs, by the way. Yeah, drugs. Yeah, drugs. Drugs. Only gay people use drugs. Yeah. It's it's, it's just Benadryl. (laughs) He doesn't specify what kind of drugs. So it's just I've decided in the absence of specificity, I'll just decide it's— Benadryl. It's Vivran. Uh-oh. They just want to stay awake. (laughs) So we're going to take a break and give you all the information you need to find us and send us things, such as messages. And we'll return in just a moment for the rest of the show.
0: Want to contact Cognitive Dissonance? Visit them on Facebook. You can find the link at the website, DissonancePod.com, or type it in the Facebook search bar. Be sure to follow the guys on Twitter. Their handle is at dissonance underscore pod. The guys also post to Google Plus now too, so check them out there. And if you'd like to email them, you can do so at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on the blog at their webpage or give them a call at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. And to everyone who listens, shares, retweets, or rates the show, Cognitive Dissonance would like to cordially thank you for all of your fucking support.
3: I adore this story, Cecil. This story is from the Canadian. www.agoracosmopolitan.com This What's seems that like again? legitimate. Agora Cosmopolitan. <laughs> I love it. It's just. Which is it? Is it the Canadian or is it Agora Cosmopolitan? Fucking get some more syllables. Um alien-like entity cures child's cancer. Maybe. Because if you keep reading this, this is an alien, and maybe it's the Virgin Mary, but also it could have been a ghost. And then if you look at the pictures, who knows? It's it's a sparkler. (laughs) Right? It's a A lot of people are going to sparkler therapies these days. sparkler therapy.
4: You know what might have cured the child's cancer too, Tom?
3: What would that be? The bone marrow transplant. (laughs) No, 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 no. When you start talking about treating leukemia with numerous bone marrow transplants.
4: I'm listening to the story and they're talking back and forth like, oh, she saw this and they think she saw this and we're looking at this picture and oh my goodness. They're like, yeah, she showed up the couple days before she had her bone marrow transplant. And then, like, and now she doesn't have any more cancer. And it must have been the virgin man, like,
3: or the bone marrow transplant. Yeah, you know man. the thing that they're using to treat the disease she has. Yeah, le- leukemia, which is a very treatable form of cancer. Right. Specifically, if you get bone marrow transplants.
4: <laughs> I mean, I could understand if the Virgin Mary was giving her a bone marrow transplant, (laughs) then (laughs) I would say Virgin Mary saved her. Or there was an alien in the fucking hospital that was giving her a bone marrow transplant. I'm totally with you. Yes, there was an alien that saved her life. But if it was a human that gave her the bone marrow, I'm a little dubious. Yeah, maybe it was an illegal alien. <laughs> like that's the only way. Yeah, that's the only this, way they could stay in the country. They had to sign out some of their bone
3: marrow to stay in the right. country. That's how they. Get, that would. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. That would be. That would be a great immigration program. It's like, yeah, you can stick around. You're on the donor list, though. We need a lung,
4: <laughs> just so yeah. you know. I'm just we saying, you got We need a kidney, two. a lung, and uh, part of your liver. I don't know. You only need the one. Yeah. So and we're going to need your America. femur, your
3: entire femur. <laughs> This this is a land of opportunities. Not for you, but it is a land of, I mean, for us. So we'll just take that kidney. (laughs) (laughs) Organ opportunities. Organ opportunities. I love that they can't decide if this is a UFO. I know. If it's an alien, if it's a Virgin Mary, if it's a ghost. It's like, Mm. I don't know. If I can shoot a Roman candle at it, see (laughs) what happens. Shoot a
4: Roman candle at it. Stick a bottle rocket up it. Yeah, it's you know, look. Uh, Photographic evidence these days is either, at this point, it's either shopped, you know, maybe it's shopped, maybe it's not, maybe it's uh, an artifact of some kind. But you know what? Unless the frickin' Virgin Mary was behind her and she, like, shook her hand
3: and you got, like, video evidence of it, I don't really care. Yeah, I want to see the Virgin Mary appear in a flash mob, do the whole dance. Yeah. And then disappear. Then I'll be like, oh, okay. Maybe that was something. Not some fucking grainy-ass, like, fuzzball image. Like, why can't you ever resolve into focus? You are the Virgin Mary. Well, she was doing the flash mob. She's Gungam style. That's why <laughs> she's, she's just dancing too much. Hey, sexy lady! Oh, it's not appropriate. Sexy she's virgin. the Virgin. Hey, that's-
2: glory hole! This is Plaid Forty Two calling in for the request for listeners' stories of prayer from childhood. Well, my story goes back to when I was about nine years old and in fourth grade. I was a budding horror film fan. My mom even encouraged this by buying me copies of Fangoria magazine and Famous Monsters of Filmland. And one day when the bookmobile came, I bought a book about monsters. And in the chapter about werewolves, there were several things that said that how one could become a werewolf. (laughs) one of these ways was uh, to recite a prayer weird? to the devil they even had said, the prayers me, that you I, should say or could i love say, that he got this from the bookmobile said. they didn't encourage this they just said this is how some <laughs> no, it's not encouraging so as obsessed <laughs> as i was i really really wanted to become a werewolf doesn't. so i said this prayer Every day, several times <laughs> for weeks. week. Who doesn't? And then the full moon I came. I love that my
3: son wants to read. And the
2: next day I woke up in my bed. Everything was fine and no clear evidence of me being a werewolf, like waking up in the woods, uh, the woods naked, full of blood or something like that. And
3: awesome to prank him.
2: This started to put uh, some doubt in my head. It may have not been the first seed of doubt, but it certainly went on the pile of doubts that led to my rejection of religion and all things supernatural. (laughs) So thanks, Tom and Cecil. Love you guys. Thanks for the laughs and the thoughts.
4: Bye. (laughs) <laughs> I love that he didn't turn into a werewolf. I know. So therefore, there's no God. Well, I mean, you know, really, the thing is, Hailbilly God doesn't like those werewolves. <laughs> they come over and eat all his chickens. So he he would never turn a person into a werewolf. I thought I told him to burn that book. Burn,
3: burn, <laughs> burn. Looks like there's a fox in the hen house. <laughs> Best. Deconversion story ever. That is awesome. I didn't get turned into a werewolf, so fuck so God. No God. <laughs> there Actually,
4: was... it's more. It's it. See, the thing is, it's a prayer to the devil. Plan forty-two. So it's not that you're disproving God. It's that you're disproving the devil and werewolves. And werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, the werewolves also get disproven there too.
2: Hey guys, it's Steve from Blue Collar Heathens. Uh, you guys were asking about the stupid things that we prayed for, or at least somebody who emailed you guys was. And um, I wanted to tell you one of the stupidest things I've ever prayed for. When I was a Christian, I prayed for a sign that something that I thought was a sign was actually a sign. <laughs> I was praying for a sign out my window as I was in my doubtful stages, and a bird landed on my porch. And I assumed he was looking at me, because, you know, that's what you do when you're <laughs> That Christian. is what you do. And, yeah, so I prayed again, asking if the bird was the sign, and there were no more birds. <laughs> could set a bird already. Any more strange events after that. So I assumed
3: that... You didn't have a strange event to start with. There was no signs. So i just try to share that with you. Thank you. You know, it'd be funny if, if God just keeps
4: sending a line of birds. Yeah, so is like, that a sign? One bird after and it's the like other. it's like there's like an air traffic controller
3: to land the fucking birds on your
4: porch. And that is <laughs> should... one by one they keep coming
3: and sign is that a sign? No, is that a sign? Isn't that a sign? <laughs> God's like fucking fine. Spell it out. Actually spell it in the sky yeah. with birds. <laughs> he and you look so with at birds,
4: it. I am here.
3: <laughs> I love that you look for a sign and the sign oh, yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's just a oh, yeah. sign of something. Oh, no,
4: and, and and I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, you know, I know exactly how he felt uh, when you're in that stage, when you're, like, finally sorting, starting to question, and you're like, well, give me a sign sort of thing. I I must have did that a hundred times. A hundred times when I was
3: there. Did you see any birds? No, I, I didn't. I didn't see any birds. That's a good thing.
4: Yeah. I Otherwise, I'd have to
3: do this show by myself, and that yeah, means I, I saw, wouldn't do like,
4: it. You know, I mean, you see, you, the thing is, is, like, you're looking for something. So right. whatever yeah. it is, it is, you know, a light that is shining through yeah. a cloud. It's uh, You're on anomaly you know, alert. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah you're on anomaly. So you just immediately think, oh, I, got, I this is a thing I'm looking for. And eventually you may think it's something and the moment. But then an hour later you're like, well, that's not a thing. That's a thing that happens all the time. You know, like a fucking fly landed on me or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, oh, well. Everything happens like that, you know, all the time. So why would I think that that's any different than any other day? And then you eventually – it just makes you doubt eventually. You eventually doubt more and you just fall out of it.
3: You know, just because of, like, the the, the number of times that that has certainly happened – there, are, there have to be people who are like praying for a sign. Just give me a sign, Lord. And then right as they say that, they have a fucking heart attack or something.
4: And yeah, like, sure. Or oh, they get into a, or a car. Right. Like, hits the car in front of them, or a lightning bolt right. hits a tree nearby. Right. right. Guaranteed. Guaranteed.
3: Somebody has had an experience like oh, that. Oh uh, yeah, and that's that's got to be awesome because you're like, fuck, this sign is terrible. I'm never asking for a sign again. Like, give me a sign, Lord. Your spouse drops dead. I'm Brian Dunning from (laughs) hemorrhoid.com. Hemorrhoids.com.
4: That's not a real site. I've been there.
5: Hey, guys. uh, Glory Hole. Um, I have an idea for you. All the, uh, the farts, burps, laughs, snorts that you guys edit out of the show. Um, include them all as an Easter egg at the end of an episode.
3: It'd be too long. Um,
5: do this just would one. I don't think we could uh, take more than one episode. I just think that that would be funny uh, if those were all um, included. Um, all right. Thanks very much. Uh, Nehemiah
4: 6-8. Yeah, I, that that would eclipse the regular episode.
3: People would be mad because we'd be downloading three-hour episodes and two right. hours of it is just me coughing. Right. Yeah. That's that's not fun. Nobody wants to hear my various bodily noises.
5: Hey, this is uh Brian from Philly. I actually wanted to call uh responding to Ulrich and his wife and you guys. Uh it actually both the first three and the first four, depending on whether A you're reading Deuteronomy and B whose interpretation of the Bible you're you're
4: Don't defend Ulrich's
5: himself. wife. Uh, um, no kidding. you can't defend Ulrich's wife she that, hates us I am the Lord thy God apart from thou shalt have no other gods before me and that makes it three or four depending uh, the ones that no, kind of get you're
4: forgetting about the Sabbath off,
5: day uh, it, it's uh, not that they get dropped off it's that nine and ten get combined no so you're wrong <laughs> from it, it, it's not a hard and fast thing it is a hard like, and fast uh, thing sometimes you know Never know which Ninth Commandment you're talking about. Usually it's lying. Sometimes it's uh, <laughs> coveting your neighbor's house, wife, and or stuff. Whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, that's it.
4: The worst, the longest one, the, the the one that goes into four, the fourth one is honor thy thy father and thy mother. On occasion will be four or five. But that's only when
3: they skip, I am thy Lord, thy God, at the beginning. Yeah. How is that a commandment? I mean, we talked about this with Thomas. Yeah. Honor
4: thy mother and thy father is not really, and it's not even like a good piece of advice sometimes.
3: Right. It's like, it's like if you got like a spectacularly shitty father, like fucking Ike Turner is your fucking father. It's like, (laughs) honor thy father. It's like, have you met? Dad, like, can I get a right. mulligan on this one? Right or Hitler's your dad? Right. <laughs> like, well, you know, I mean,
4: I'll God win this fucker. I mean, fucking Hitler's your dad. <laughs> I mean, like, like, the idea of honoring their mother, or their father, and their mother is okay. Advice as sort of like a you should really just be a nice person sort of thing. But that's not a commandment. Like, the, the morality piece here, that's not a moral piece. That's just, like, okay advice. Like, I would say, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, bear false witness, covet all the things. Those are commandments. Those are things that are, like... You know, you're being immoral if you're doing some of these things. Although I would argue the coveting thing, like, that's our fuck. we have a covet-based fucking economy, for yeah, crying out loud. coveting
3: is, is pretty fucking standard, right? Yeah. Like so— How are you going to not covet stuff? I'm but coveting Bearing right
4: false now. witness. I mean, I don't even know. Like, bearing false witness, I guess, is probably—it's lying. So lying is bad. Stealing's bad. Committing adultery is technically lying. That's bad and killing people definitively bad. Yeah, that's not so those, a good the ones that matter are either five or
3: six or in sometimes cases seven through nine slash ten. Uh, but there's no more profundity in any of those than would be found in your average fortune cookie. Right, you know, <laughs> like, like that's how that's how profound these things are, you know, It's like, my lucky number is seventeen, my favorite color is green, honor thy father, thy mother. It's like it's not even delightfully almond scented. Yeah, it doesn't taste good after MSG at all. You know, and you know the first
4: five are really just throwaways. I mean, no other gods before me. Some of them say, "I am thy Lord, thy God," is a commandment. Like that's a commandment. I am thy Lord, thy God. Yeah, like the fuck is that?
3: Grass is green. That, it's like this saying, I command thee. Like, uh, If the
4: guy's name was Joe who wrote the commandments, be like, I am Joe. Like, that's the commandment. Your first commandment is the name at the top of the paper. Like, that, you don't get a fucking plus one <laughs> for putting your name correctly
3: on a quiz. Can you imagine a, co- a college exam? It's like, um, you got all the questions wrong, but I'm still going to pass you because you did put your name on you it. You put your name up there. Yeah, so you got that one right. You identified <laughs> yourself. Well,
4: well done. I say, Brian from Philly, that it's the first four slash five are
3: not useful. But hey, maybe Ulrich's wife is right. Do you know how I'm the Lord thy God would work? If it said, like, I am the Lord thy God, and my address is one, <laughs> two, then I'd be like, all right. <laughs>
1: okay. Good morning, guys. This is Caesar calling from New York. Thank you so much for the ferocious, amazingly well produced cognitive dissonance. You guys make my life a lot better. I've called before, and i said it before. I'm having a born-again Christian wife that couldn't see reality if it was smeared all over her face. It's very punishing daily. (laughs) So you guys make my day a lot
3: easier. Love is in the air.
1: (laughs) I I I have friends in Brazil and I tell them, if they want to practice your English, I tell them to listen to Cognizant's <laughs> and they've been That's doing the meanest it. thing ever. And they are really enjoying and it. And they've been doing it. Um, just purchased two shirts, the, the ARCs, and the traditional. And I want to say thank you so much for providing amazing products. We
4: didn't oh. do anything, Caesar. Yeah. We did nothing. instead nothing. of
1: going with the glory hole... I will give you the Portuguese version of it, which is... What is happening? Thank you so much again. Praise our Lord, flying spaghetti monster, and have a wonderful day. All the best, guys. (laughs) Bye-bye.
4: That is awesome, man. That is great. I have no idea what he said. I think he might have had... Caesar may have had a seizure. Yeah, that that was
3: spectacularly That was odd. exciting. I loved it. That was great. Thank you, Caesar. Plus 11 for enthusiasm.
4: I have very clear
1: memories of the crucifixion, but it wasn't as harrowing for me as it was for Mary and others who were
4: present. The controversial couple are wary of journalists and insist on filming us as we film them. AJ Miller denies he's a cult leader, but there's increasing concern about his extreme beliefs. I did resurrect quite a number of people in that state, including a friend of mine, Lazarus.
3: So an equally dubious fucking news, this is from uh, news.sky.com. Former IT specialist claims to be Jesus reborn. As somebody with no tech skills at all. I look at most tech people as Jesus right, reborn. Jesus. <laughs> Please fix my computer.
4: Okay. Lay your hands on it and heal it.
3: <laughs> I, I actually am, am impressed because it, it, although it took God 2,000 years to hit Control-Alt-Delete and restart Jesus.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he got a blue screen of death.
3: <laughs> he's up there. He's like, I can't believe I ran Jesus on Windows. Are, Are you oh, fucking man. serious?
4: It's I'll tell you what Jesus is. is malware.
3: His bloatware You can't get rid of him God damn it, he won't uninstall The fuck Uh, I find this guy's claims Somewhat dubious Although he says he remembers the crucifixion So, you know, there's that Oh yeah, he says here, he says I have clear memories of the crucifixion
4: But it wasn't as harrowing for me As it was for others Others like Mary, who was present I'm thinking, yeah, you know, suffocating's always worse For those people who watch it
3: Yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of people feel that way, you know, when they're being fucking nailed to a couple of sticks. They're like, eh, it kind of tickles, you know, but I am the son of God. He's looking
4: at the person, he's like, this is hurting you way more than it's hurting me.
3: (laughs) It's like your dad, it's like when your dad's really mad and it's like, I'm very disappointed in you. As they're pounding a nail through your foot, you're like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Did you watch the video of this? I did not know. This guy talking is awesome because he's like totally like,
4: I don't know where he's from. He's from Australia, but he sounds, you know, I can't tell the difference between an Australian accent and a British accent. They say say they're all from New Zealand. I guess one uses bloody more. I don't know. But (laughs) in any case, he says at one point, he's like, um, I did resurrect quite a number of people. You know, like, and you're like, come on now. Like, you sound like a dude from that area. Why doesn't he sound different? Like, why is it when somebody gets reborn or, you know, channels a spirit or whatever, they always sound like themselves? Why can't they sound any different? Why doesn't he have an American accent? Or why does
3: he sound Jewish? He's like, oy vey, hey. <laughs> I resurrected a, uh, several people. Ha, <laughs> ha, I think it would be great if he just spoke entirely in tongues all the time. Because yeah. like, that's the Holy Spirit <laughs> language. Just always speak. Just fucking always speaking in tongues. Just constantly can't stop. What you want to do is open up a book in, like, Aramaic and be like, read it. Yeah, no kidding. Read it, dude. Hey, the, these guys, like, they're like, yeah, I'm I'm Jesus reborn. But I still just am a guy who ages and walks around and eats food and... Like I'm not really doing anything special. Yeah, I like do I was an IT special. guy for a while. I haven't
4: broken a fucking fish into a million pieces. Right. I haven't raised anybody from the dead. I haven't moved a big rock. I haven't walked on water. And do something fun. I haven't fun. Even told a
3: fucking sermon near a hill. Ugh. Like I haven't even done that. <laughs> Instead, he was an IT guy. Yeah. He was just like, mm. did you try restarting it? <laughs> <laughs> Only no, when sir. You're done that's restarting. the
4: CD-ROM. It's not a cup holder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would like to read just a few comments from the Million Moms Facebook page. This is on their page. And and not that there's anyone counting, but um, for a group that calls themselves the Million Moms, they only have 40,000 members on their page. So they're rounding to the nearest million, and I get that.
3: This story is from thinkprogress.org. One million moms doesn't want girls to save the world. Um, I find it particularly um, amusing that one million moms... Wants to disenfranchise girls from changing society. One million moms.
4: Yeah, but look at here's the deal. You know, first off, it's a religious organization. Let's not forget that. That's true. And based on most religions, it's, pr- it's pretty much a misogynistic organization. I mean, look, what do they want for their little girls? Do they want them to be astronauts? No, they want them to be moms. They're astronauts in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, the kitchen. <laughs> your food is astronomical, Mom. Wow. I've gained an astronomical amount of weight. <laughs> Although, admittedly, I would have done that with anyone's food. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know? like, well, it that was inevitable. I could have gained that off of eating toothpaste. Look, know? if you don't cook, I'll
3: just start eating the counter. Just going to start squeezing peanut butter into my mouth. I've eaten at least three household pets. I'm right. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just where are the fucking appetizers? I put them on a Trisket, I ate your cat. I'm sorry. There's this part of this where she says where they're
4: talking about the person here, this um, one million mom person says, there is no doubt this superhero character. And they're talking about a superhero character that is confusing to children. Um, And they say, there's no doubt that this superhero character will confuse kids. Children desire to be like the superheroes and will mimic a superhero's every action, even to the point of dressing up in costumes to resemble the characters as much as possible. It won't be long before little boys start saying, I want to be a girl so I can help people save the world. I used to watch many cartoons when I was a kid. I remember watching He-Man, but I also remember watching She-Ra when I was a kid. I never had a desire to be She-Ra ever. I was never like, man, I can't wait until I get tits and become She-Ra later <laughs> on. And never, never in my wildest dreams did I consider that. You know, like the whole time you're like, I want to be the boy role model on that show. You know, whenever you think about, you know, the shows that you're with like when I was watching G.I. Joe, I never wanted to be fucking Jane. I want right. to be fucking snake eyes. Or right. Roadblock. <laughs> body massage machine, go. go. Like, I want to be that guy. I
3: don't want to be, like... I don't want to be fucking Jane. Yeah, well, you know, in this this cartoon... Like, the guy... In the cartoon, the character walks around as a boy... And then turns into a girl superhero. Which is kind of cool. Like, I like that it's gender-bending. I think it's... I think. I think kids can handle that. I don't think that gender confusion... You know, despite what Larry Tomzak might think, yeah, I don't well. think that gender confusion stems from watching a television program like gender confusion doesn't like that's just not how it works. Like, you are not the kids aren't going to watch a show and be like, oh, man, I hope my dick falls off so I can put on a cape and fly around I'm like, fuck you. That's you. You are not giving children enough fucking credit and you're not giving um, the internal and genetic factors that. Uh, are part of you know transsexuality and gender confusion and, and those sorts of things enough credit either. It doesn't just come because you fucking saw something on TV. And like you're saying, at no point is anybody like, oh man, I watched this television show and then I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> but, what? And even if you did, it doesn't matter because it's not going to happen. Right. Well, the, when the, you're a kid, you're like, I mean,
4: I know I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle, but I was like fucking seven or eight. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're like, whatever. You're,
3: like, you're a fucking idiot at seven or eight. And it, it's not like you're going to make it happen. We had a caller who wanted to be a werewolf. <laughs> and you know that's what happened? He didn't become a werewolf. He didn't become a Sadly. werewolf. Sadly. And he's not experiencing werewolf confusion
4: later in his life, <laughs> he's right? He's not wearing a silver necklace and itching at his neck. You know what I mean? the The idea, too, is like, you know, oh, we don't want boys to see, you know, a tough superhero that's a girl. Well... You know, what about Supergirl or She-Hulk? You know, these these characters have been around for decades, for crying out loud. You know, there's been women superheroes for a long time. They they have not been, you
3: know, changing how little boys and little girls think of themselves. Well, we bomb little girls with thousands of images of boys superheroes saving the world, and that's totally fine, right? Like, everywhere you look, there's, there's male superheroes, and that, evidently that's not a fucking problem. Like the this sen- this same sentence, it's like if you just say it backwards, it won't be long before little girls are saying, I want to be a boy so I can help people and save the world. Well, yeah, I'm sure that that's how some little girls feel like because they, they're being bombarded by media images where all of the heroic figures or the majority of the heroic figures are male. Sure. So here we have one character amongst many. We have one character that they're gonna get fucking worked up about because it sends a message that women aren't fucking incompetent? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. To you them. want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Cecil, this story. I fucking love this story. It's from Bulawayo24.com. This was sent to us by Project Archivist. <clears throat> awesome fucking story. Prophet sends goblins to steal women's G strings. <clears throat> A Bulawayo woman is reportedly I love that <laughs> I shit love how you I say that love say that too it. A Bulewayo woman is Bulewayo Nailed it Woman is reportedly tormented by goblins Which steal her G-string panties And whisper insults Accusing her of switching To another church At why, are, least why are they stealing what? her panties? I love they specify that they're G-string panties Yeah, that's kind of hot it's like, oh, they stole my panties. What shape and size? <laughs> and do you have any representative examples of lace panties? Yeah. I'll need to take these back yeah. to the office for further <laughs> sniffing examination. <laughs> a week goes by, yeah. she asks the investigator, like, can I have my underpants back? Yeah. No. Sorry. You don't want them. At this point, you don't want them back. A goblin got a hold of them. A goblin ate them. <laughs> A goblin? What's all that on them? Uh, goblin mucus? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna guess here. It's probably goblin,
4: goblin stuff. Goblins have ectoplasm. They're always covered in ectoplasm. So that's yeah. ectoplasm.
3: There's a lot. Some of
4: it's uh, there might maybe be some from this of it this afternoon. That's, that's still a little wet. <laughs> so I like that this this story is is done by the you know a guy a really famous um, journalist staff reporter.
3: Oh, I, uh, I, you he's know, all over the place, this guy. I see so many of his articles. Yeah. They're it, really
4: insightful. Yeah, this, this guy's all over the place. The other thing that's really funny is the person who is evidently either summoned the goblins or called the goblins or turned children into the goblins is – this guy by the name of Prophet Grinder. <laughs> and I couldn't help but think that Prophet Go- Grinder kind of sounds like a finishing move for a WWE wrestler. <laughs> it's like Allah the Merciful puts you in the Prophet Grinder and then finishes and <laughs> finishes you. That's, that's, what, you, that's awesome. what you tap out with, is the Prophet Grinder. Oh, he's got him in the profit <laughs> Grinder. Oh, it's God. not going to be long. No, this is Oh, somebody hit him on a table.
3: <laughs> Another two by four. Oh, yeah. He tapped a goblin in. This uh, I, I like, too, that the goblin accuses her of switching to another church. Did you switch to another church? Yeah, oh, yeah. Goblins are accusatory. I don't know if yeah. you knew that. Oh, well, if somebody accused me, that, that's such an innocuous thing. It's like, did you shop at Dominic's? Uh, yeah. Well, okay, then. Oh. <laughs> Do you have Hi. any
4: panties? <laughs> <Give me> your- <laughs> well, that's always the gonna- goblin's second question. They never open up with that. Because
3: that'd be creepy if they opened up with
4: the where's the panties.
3: Well, the, the the real thing is like you come into your into your room and there's just a goblin standing there wearing all of your panties, yeah. <laughs> just all of them. And he's just like, hey, what
4: layers? He's oh. got like seven layers of panties. On. He's like, hey, it's hey. like they're like it looks like a diaper. On him cause there's <laughs> so many.
3: He just turns to, he's like, don't judge me, don't <laughs> judge me.
4: And he, like, and, reaches you gotta in, catch him grab- before he goes in your closet and starts trying
3: on your shoes. You know <laughs> what I mean? Reaches and grabs the last one. He's like, add one for the road. <laughs> hey, what do you mean one for the road? And then he my does mom. like a little dance. Eyes like, da 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 da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello, my... <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's a great part of this article. I want to read it. It says, this is the woman. It says, I have... Run out of ideas On what I can do To free myself Prophet Grinder Can do anything Because at one time He even changed a child Into a funny creature To demonstrate his powers Isn't a child A funny creature already?
3: Yeah Right Like, <laughs> like turned- I mean when he changed A child into a child? Like he's actually Just a particularly Humorous child yeah. <laughs> Like they change him, man, and he's like, "What? with a deal with goblins?" Yeah, he's like a little Sam Kinison. He's like, "Ow, ow,
1: ow, ow, ow,
3: Take my goblin, please. <laughs> hey, no respect, no respect for the goblins and my many, many pairs of panties that I'm wearing right now. This this whole article just gets so crazy when you read it. It's like when I confronted him. He professed ignorance and vowed I will never have peace in my life. Oh, yeah. Can you help me? I think maybe you fucking... You will never have peace. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, though. What? It's like, it's like saying, like, hey, I didn't hit your car, but your car is fucked up. <laughs> Fuck that car up. Fuck that car up so bad. I, I, I don't know anything about it, but it is fucked up. It's such a weird thing to do. It's such a weird thing to say. The troubled woman added "The profit grinder." Even did a few miracles before her to prove to her that he was capable of doing anything, using his supernatural powers. So he basically pulled a meatloaf, right? Like he will do anything,
4: but he won't, <laughs> do, won't that. do that. <laughs> so we got some email this time. Uh, we wound up getting uh, we wound up getting an email from Matt who wanted us to know wanted to know if we would pimp his blog for him. Um, I am going to post a link to his blog on this episode's show notes Uh, so if you want to find his blog uh, you can go ahead and and take a look at it uh, through this episode, this is 102 Uh, if you go to our show notes you'll find a link to his blog the name of the blog is Deity of Dubiety so if you want to go take a look at it uh, you can just follow, follow uh, the link on this episode. So, thanks, Matt, for uh, for sending that
3: in. Yeah, thank you. And if you if you go to it right now, there's an image of a witch with a testicle chin. So it's that's it's a, a
4: goblin. She's wearing
3: panties. I don't know if you can see. But.
4: So we got an email from Dana. And uh, Tom, why don't you just read Dana's email?
3: I'm writing this with tears in my eyes. My family and I came down here to Manila, Philippines, for a short vacation. Unfortunately, we were mugged at the park of the hotel we were staying at. All cash, credit card, a mobile phone were stolen off us. (laughs) All mobile phone? All mobile phone. But luckily, we still have our passports with us. We've been to the embassy and the police here, but they're not helping issues at all. The bad news... Oh, Jesus. Get to the bad news? Where is the bad news? ...is our flight will be leaving in less than eight hours from now, but we're having problems settling the hotel bills, and the hotel manager won't let us leave until we settle the bills. I'm freaked out at the moment. I need your help. Loan. Loan financially of $1550 US. I promise to make the refund once we get back home. Please let me know if you can help and I need you to keep checking your email. I I checked my email. Yeah. And um we sent that money, didn't we Tom? Well, uh we did send that money. We're going to have to reopen our uh Damn. <laughs> I know we sent all the money in the PayPal like account. We just sent all of our money to Dana. We're hoping she yeah. got back safe. You know, it's terrible because I get the the Philippines must just be a hotbed of this exact same theft.
4: Yeah, I have like a monthly account that just goes straight to the Philippines.
3: Yeah, just I just keep every week I send fifteen hundred and fifty dollars to hotels at random.
4: And, in barristers. The and barristers and barristers in yeah. Nigeria.
3: Yeah. I love that the Philippines are getting in on the four one nine.
4: Yeah, I think this is, you know, the, the thing is, is I've also had this happen to me over um, chat on, on Facebook. I've had people pop up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm in London right now. I got jumped. Is there any way you can send me some money? And they're people that I barely know. Really? You know what I mean? Like they're people that I, I'm friends with on Facebook, only friends because I met them once at like a conference or something. And I'm just like, yeah, um, you know, I, when was the last time we talked? Right, and then yeah. you'll get I just really need the money You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to send it You bet, <laughs> it's right. in the mail right now
3: Yeah, no problem No problem, I'll go ahead and uh, send you that money You wait at the Western Union I'll get right on that <laughs> You get a 419 prank I'm like those 419 Eater guys I love that, that's a great website If anybody has wants to uh, uh, Spend a very enjoyable hour Or so, four, one, Google 419 Eater um, it's just people that fuck with those four one nine scammers, and they are goddamn genius. And they're
4: it. vicious and mean oh. about it. And they do some crazy shit. People get tattoos. People like like they they recite skits of Monty Python. They, like they have fish to put like, on their head. they put fish on their head. They make uh, them get naked. They do all kinds of crazy shit to those people because all those people want is the money. So yeah, you know, they go out of their way to make them, make their life hell. And their 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 idea, they're they're not. They supposedly are not doing it for to be statistic. Instead, they're saying they're occupying the time of these scammers. And as they occupy their time, they don't have an opportunity to scam anyone anymore. Uh that may or may not be true. I technically think it it's, it's sadistic, but who cares? It's funny. We got an email from Joel and Joel sent us a video. Uh Joe said Joel said that um he is uh, a promoter of our show and uh lives in the Midwestern uh in the cornfields of Midwestern Illinois which we know is full of flatlands and uh, lots of very religious people. It's all corn and, goblins. Yeah, it really is corn. They keep putting all the corn down their underwears. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he says, long story short, Uh, he uh, he basically got into an argument with this guy, and this guy challenged him to a fight. Well, this is an MMA fight. Well, he had just hurt himself, so a buddy of his named Bob the Flying Spaghetti Monster Vest stepped in and accepted the challenge and fought on his behalf, and we watched this fight, Tom and I, and the guy... Is standing there waiting for the other guy to punch. The other guy's totally telegraphing his punches, and he's
3: totally ducking out of the way. And then Bob just grabs the guy, puts him in a guillotine, and chokes him out. It lasts like a minute. It's it's pretty funny. It's it you know you would think that the other guy had God on his side. Yeah, oh, God's no. mighty hand of smiting would have come down and and but he was probably busy masturbating at the time. So so thank
4: you Joel for sending that in. it, it, it amused us. So thank you very much. It was very funny. We got an email from Daniel, and Daniel asks, out of sheer curiosity, do you guys have a line of sight as to how broad your audience is? How how many podcast plays do you get on average per episode? Subscribers? Just curious. Um, Daniel, we answer this in our fact, but uh, I can save you the trouble of going there. Um, none of your fucking business. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's one of those questions that are like, it's like how big is your dick? You know what I mean? I know, like, right? It's like how much money of your do you business, make,
3: man? Really? Yeah. I mean we we get some downloads and we have an audience. Yeah, and we're glad and to have it and every one of those, you know, listeners is important and yada yada yada. Yeah, but I we're mean, not telling you how many are. we're not are. telling you
4: how many we got. I mean we we did recently say that we got a million over the course of several episodes. Right so that'll give you an op, an idea of how many people are downloading. We've gotten a million from uh Less than 100 episodes So that'll tell you something about our downloads And if you want to pay us money to advertise We'll certainly disclose that information um, We have no problem Disclosing to advertisers how, much, how many downloads we get So we can see if somebody wants to advertise on the program That's fine But if it's just out of sheer curiosity yeah, I, you know, I'm not asking how your wife is in bed Right
3: <laughs> Is she any good? Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's a goblin just send photos. Yeah. That's she wears several pairs of panties She, she has the same seven time. pairs of yeah. panties on it. The foreplay yeah. takes forever.
4: Yeah. She starts with the G-string, then she works up to the regular one. Eventually, again, yeah, she ends with the granny panty. I so like, like that. So it's like peeling I, off layers, you know, like as you work your way down. Foreplay
3: takes a really long time. It's like sex with an Eskimo. You're yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake, really? I it's like all night. It's like sex with a one of those giant gumballs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a jawbreaker, <laughs> like a <laughs> gob stopper. It's Like a different like, color the further you get right, into it.
4: Exactly, it's a different color as you dig your way
3: down. Like as you as you get toward lime, you're like, oh god, oh, I, my, I'm just exhausted. I gotta
4: suffer through the lime. Tom, we got an e- we got an email idea, an idea of a sound clip from
3: John. Yeah, John says that um, we should use. Uh, m- The crazy scene with Tom Cruise in Magnolia where he's portraying a chauvinistic motivational speaker shouting respect the cock every time you do another story about horrific misogyny from the Islamic world and anywhere else just to poke fun at the perpetrators of such awful practices and their religiously motivated ideologies. Uh, I like that idea. That idea I, I, is awesome. I don't really like it because then I'd have to watch Magnolia and find that spot. I I'm not. We'll happily watch Magnolia and send you the time code.
4: Yeah. And then I'd have I, to watch Magnolia to actually record it,
3: though. Oh, yeah. Well, then yeah. I win, you lose. Yeah, no. That's how this podcast I works. I have no idea. I have no,
4: no need whatsoever to ever put Magnolia back in my television. You love Magnolia. You and your reign of frogs. We got <laughs> another one from John, too. And John's, I'm going to post this on our blog. Um, on the on the episode for 102 He says uh, You know there's a Here's a um, A project called the Free Thought Book Project And basically what this Free Thought Books Project is Is people donate their old Books that are on humanism And things like that And uh, these books go into prisons And are donated to The prison libraries So that people have an opportunity to read uh, free thought books rather than just reg, you know, regular religious books and things like that. There are go, they go to technically to mental hospitals, too, but it's, it's inmates in mental hospitals.
3: Yeah, I think it's a great program, so check it out, and if there's uh, books you guys want to donate, you know, head on over there. Thank you for posting that.
4: Oh, um, so we got an email, Tom, uh, a question from Steve uh, to you about the uh, use of your your poem, The Skeptic's Creed.
3: Yeah, so Steve, Steve asks, uh, he's, he's going through a process of trying to figure out um, if he wants to get uh, some ink, and uh, he, he asks if uh, he can get, credulity is not a virtue, the first line of the skeptic's creed. Um, he asks if that is uh, public domain. It's not public domain. Um, it, it's not copywritten, I don't think, in any meaningful way. It's just something I wrote. Um, you're welcome to have that tattooed on yourself. Um, If you do it, send me a picture, I guess I've got a yeah. line from it tattooed on myself But I guess I wrote it, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, if you get
4: enough people If he gets credulity is not a virtue And you get, you know, I don't know how many lines are in the poem But let's say 30 more people and they each do a line Then you could stand at the end and punctuate
3: it Oh, that would be fucking awesome We should do like a human wave yeah. <laughs> Of human the wave. skeptic's creed Yeah that would be – no, I mean, I'm, I'm flattered that he would even ask. Sure. So if, it, if it's something that's meaningful to you and you want to have it uh, tattooed on yourself, I'm, you know, cool. All Permission right. Permission granted, notes, I guess. Whatever. Right? Go to town. Send there me a go. picture. Unless it's on your ass. In which case, send Cecil the picture. If it's on your balls, Tom definitely wants to see it. <laughs> hey, if you're tough enough to get credulity is not a virtue tattooed on your sack, I'll take the time to look at it. <laughs> I'll Look at the picture. Whatever.
4: So we got an email from Lauren, and uh, Lauren is part of the uh, Ink Zone G Plus community um, that talks about our podcast as well as other podcasts. Uh, On the last episode, if you go to last episode 101, on the comment section, Lauren posted uh, a link to the Ink Zone G Plus community. So if you're interested, you can go there, check it out. But Lauren uh, said that he wanted to make a little... Little uh, intro for our show, so he did. Now, we're not going to play your, your, uh, your intro this episode, Lauren. We're actually going to start the show out with it next time, and the reason why we're starting the show out with it next time, and we will probably use it in the future whenever we do a movie, is Tom and I are recording, are recording the second uh, next week's show early. Because Tom is leaving town, going on a vacation, and Tom won't be back uh, to actually record. So we're actually going to be watching a movie. The movie is called The Revisionaries. This was suggested to us by King of Cash Money in a list he sent us. The Revisionaries is available right now to watch streaming on Netflix. So if you're a Netflix uh, subscriber, you can watch it right now. Uh, I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime. It may or may not be. They seem to share a lot of movies, so it may be there, um, but it's definitely on Netflix. So if you're interested in keeping up with what's going on in the show, next week we're going to be reviewing uh, the movie and sort of what we're really doing is paying a lot more attention to the content of the movie, and the movie is about uh, textbooks in Texas, uh, and the board that decides those textbooks. So if you're interested in watching that movie, watch it. And next week, we're going to start with Lauren's beginning uh, intro because it matches whenever we do movies. So thank you, Lauren, for creating it. We got an email from from Gardner, and uh, Gardner had this uh, a great band name, uh, and it was, he says, one of these bands was a Christian heavy rock band called Yahweh or the Highway. And I can't, I, I seriously, I think that is one of the funniest band names I fucking ever. love that. He says we should make a Yahweh and a Highway shirt. And uh, he says, you got Yahweh on the mic, uh, spooky God, maybe Hades or another God of the Dead on, as a gothic bassist, dissonant Jesus on guitar. <laughs> he says, and you give me an idea, hillbilly God on drums. Maybe he's playing a turned over piss pot, missing some teeth, wearing overalls. And he said, "Just wanted to pass along the idea in hopes that one of your listeners is a talented illustrator and will want to create a band T-shirt or illustration to post to the site. If somebody wants to post uh, something like that to the site, send it to us. We'll post it to Facebook. Um, if somebody creates a Yahweh or the Highway, I love that. Band That's a great band image. Name. So if you do that, send it to us. Uh, thank you, Gardner, for the idea. It's very funny." So we got an email from Mark, and uh, Mark talks about a lot of different stuff, and he, a lot of his email is basically a glory hole, and then also talking about specifically uh, where he's from and what he's doing. But I want to mention the PPS in his
3: in his uh, message, Tom. You want to read it? PPS. In the past, you've mentioned the term socialized medicine. That is a made up and deliberately, deliberately, wow. That is a made-up and deliberately provocative word invented by the American Medical Association in the 40s. I know. I did a college project on it. I'm back in school hoping to do a law degree. Actually, it reminds me of a time I got chatting with a neighbor about the National Health Service. And after putting her straight several times about the supposed long waits and bad treatment, she said, Bloody liberals are killing this country! Ha. Lesson learned. Don't talk politics with neighbors. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was uh create you know it's funny you
4: see these terms the term has kind of been co-opted back to be actually a positive thing, even though you know when you hear it, it really is kind of a negative it has a negative connotation to it
3: yeah it's a, i mean it's a, if, if you're going to spin something you know the, during the 1940s, anything associated with socialism and and even still to this day has such a negative vibe to it. You know, here in the land of God, or, you know, God-fearing capitalism, any kind of socialist terminology is immediately anathema. So, right. you know, it's a smart way to um, demonize an idea, um, is to attach rhetoric that is stomach-churning to the population. It's disappointing because it means that, you know, millions of fucking people don't have good medical coverage. Right. But it's smart.
4: Yeah, and and I think I think it's funny that it actually is— you know, if somebody were to say socialized medicine to me, it wouldn't even affect me. I would be like, "Yeah, that's oh, a good sure. idea." Yeah. You know, right. we just fucking socialize the roads. Let's socialize some medicine. You know what I mean? Like nobody's bitching about the socialized
3: roads. Yeah, but you're giving it some thought yeah. instead of just knee-jerking. You know?
4: I hate those socialized roads. Damn communist roads. Damn communist roads.
3: <laughs> fucking. They all every, every damn
4: speed limit sign has a sickle on it. <laughs>
3: Chairman Mao put that yield it's sign. Chairman Mao. Mao wants me to yield. I say never <laughs> yield. You say do not enter. I say enter at will. Uh, they got signs on the road. No Stalin
4: <laughs> So, uh, so that ends a shortish episode of uh, of this show. We will be. Uh, back next week, but with a very short show, specifically talking about the Revisionaries and Netflix uh, streaming movie that you can watch. Uh, so if you want to stay current with the show, you should probably take a few minutes out this week. It's an hour and 20 minutes long, so it's a relatively short show, or relatively short movie. It's 80 minutes long, I guess. So it's relatively short. So if you uh, if you watch it, you can then sort of follow along when we talk about it next week. But we'll be back next week with a short show. Uh,
3: and until then, here's the skeptic's creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain deadpan, sales pitch, late night info